Hello, everyone. AMG Hobby Talk. We are on episode 20. Made it to 20 of these episodes. So on this special occasion, we're going to start off here with Sherry on location. Sherry, how are you today? I'm wonderful. Down in Cape Breton in the living room. There you go. Fantastic. Fantastic. On location. Blair from an office. I'm back. There you go. You are. And uh, and Blair and Blair showed a little nervousness, a little fear. We may have to exploit that later on for our entertainment, but we'll get to that shortly. Steve, the scallops collector of the people. Hello, how are you? I am great, and I believe I've facilitated another trade involving some uh, scallops. So, uh, <laughs> maybe the collector of the scallops again, appropriate yet yes. again, it remains yeah. appropriate. Well, that the the, the subheading will stay yet again for another week because, yeah. and he didn't even yeah. tell me. Amazing, <sighs> he's holding well, out on you, man. I wasn't going to either. Wow. Yeah, well, it's a, it says collector of the scallops. What it doesn't emphasize is for himself. Yeah. It's, not, it's not for you or anyone else. It's for I'm very selfish when it comes to scallops. There you go. Well, <laughs> at least now, now you have the opportunity. If we solicit recipes again, now, now you're going to have to pay attention to the comment section then. If they do offer some suggestions, you may want to pay attention. I didn't even get leftovers the last time. No. Of course, it wasn't my deal. So. <laughs> yep. Could be worse. He could have just sent you to, to to dispose of the packaging afterwards. He goes, all right, it's all done. Here you go. Just dispose of this. That's it. So again, but on this episode, uh, we're actually going to keep it fairly straightforward. A lot of the emphasis, we're going to talk about some of the products that are coming in. So we will touch on that. And we've got a pretty extensive list of items that came in the shop. So we'll have a chance to actually showcase quite a number of items. But uh, the main focus on it is going to be twofold. And it is going to be the trade night and card show most recent ones that came back to back since folks were asking about all that we wanted to make sure we cover that what i'll do actually off the top uh since it was uh, mentioned that it kind of helps people to plan out their calendar as well we want to make sure that everybody's on the same page with it so now that we know the one that just came we're going to talk about the one that just happened this is the next one so we're going to have uh sorry actually i should say april i skipped the head one <laughs> be march it's going to be it's going to so i think for april was the one that's actually mid-month to go with the expo so that one is a spe that was a special occasion. The other ones, as we said before, it's actually going to be the last Friday for the trade night, and then the card show comes right after that. So I'm actually going to pull up a March one. So it follows that exact pattern that we were just talking about. I'll make sure I close the other one just so I don't look at the wrong one. Time flies. Yeah, we got them all. Fun. I know. Hey, listen, it works out. This is what happens when the coffee doesn't fully kick in. That's how that works. <laughs> make sure your coffee kicks in when you're trying to do it okay march 29th and march 30th so as i said last friday of the month so five to six, five to eight p.m on the friday and then the saturday march 30th from 9 a.m to 1 p.m same location old sears outlet so you can check that out we will remind you multiple times between now and then but like i said rule of thumb for the most months it's going to be last friday of the month and then the saturday and in the case of april it's a special occasion because the expo is coming up so that's going to adjust the schedule a little bit. So what I'll touch on here really quick before we get going through the rest of it is I'll go through a couple of the upcoming products. So for one of them, we're actually going to do a little bit of review, but we'll do that next week because it'll give us a little bit of a breather to give you a little bit more extensive breakdown of it. Also, uh, part of the reason is, as I said, we're going to have a little bit of time talking mainly about the trade night and the card show. So that'll be the focus of this episode. And I'll get to a few of your comments. So first off, we've got 2023 Pris Panini Prism Racing. So it kind of follows the themes of a couple of racing sets recently. Uh, so Prism is obviously an extremely popular one. And then with racing, you're probably going to have yourself quite a bit of a checklist. I'd have to check out what that looks like. But I know uh, Panini has been releasing a couple of different racing products. And Panini is trying, uh, kind of a side note, Panini is obviously trying to take advantage of some of those other licenses 
they actually grabbed the live golf license, which is uh, kind of, uh, they're continuing, they're hanging in there. You know, Fanatics is beating down their necks on this one, trying to take license left and right. Well, they're still trying to pick up some license. I don't know if live golf is going to quite save them. I will say, though, there are some good golfers onto that list still, uh, given the people that they saw. And PJ and Live Golf have come in agreement. So maybe down the road, that still gives them a little bit of latitude back and forth. Uh, it's not quite the same thing as the PGA license, but there are some good golfers in that. You can get Phil Mickelson. So just something to bear in mind for down the road. So something to think about. So Panini Prism Bracing. And then the next couple here, uh, and if any of these stand out, Sherry, feel free to let me know. You got the Pokemon Stacking Tin that we had a little fun with before we hit record. <laughs> Uh, Caldea Adventure Chest, the 2023 World Championships deck display box, and so those are the three Pokemon related ones. Any of the particular ones stand out to you? Um, I mean, they're going to be great products to pick up, especially for kids, where you get multiple items inside, like the Adventure Box. It has seven promo cards, um, some stickers, a little portfolio, a Pikachu toy, and six booster packs. Um, then the Championship box has a 60 card deck a booklet, a coin, a deck, deck box, and a playmat and a poster. So great products to get multiple items inside, especially for kids, like I said, but I'm sure they'll they'll sell well too. Blair's looking Good. forward to getting the Pikachu toy as well. So I was about to say, as soon as I heard Pikachu toy, I was like, I know, I know, I know which person on here is like uh, going to be interested in that kind of thing. I got a spot right for it right there. Amazing. You probably won't be able to sleep Thursday night. No. Mm. I might stay the night. Wow. There you go. And the next one that I mentioned we're going to do a little preview of is uh, we're going to save it for next week, but we're going to talk about OPG Platinum, which is an extremely popular one. So if you like your parallels and your different color and everything, we'll talk about that at some depth. And that's going to be interesting. And that one says 2023 OPG Platinum. So it's listed as 2023. I think yeah. this is the – so does Bedard make it into this one or is this the year before? Are we doing the Cole Caulfield again? I or I think this is like the Maddie Beneers. I think we're yeah. a year. Maddie Beneers. Okay. Full year. Yeah. No. Um, is there an Easter egg in there? I don't know. That seems to be the norm lately to to throw a little Easter egg. But looking at the checklist, uh, I don't see anything yet. But mm. nothing surprises <clears throat> me. Mm. I think it should it should make the point though of kind of what I've talked about the last many episodes now. Uh, I, I think I think. As a person reviewing and talking about this, it's really annoying. And as a collector, it's got to be really annoying to be asking the question. So wait, so is it this, is it this one or is it this year? We really need to get caught up here. Like, let's just, if we need to skip a set or two, let's do that and just, look, you put clear cut, you put two years together in clear cut. So, so I, clearly it can't be done. Let's just, let's just put a couple of these together and move it along to get to present day. That would be really nice. Uh, next one here is a 2024 Upper Deck Rookie box set. We, we did briefly touch on, is there anything you want to add here just off the top on this one? Uh, no, just like any other, uh, you know, yearly box set, um, you know, it's a rather inexpensive way to pick up all the uh, the rookies. Um, I didn't see the set list, so again, is Bedard in there? I don't know. But uh, anyway, an inexpensive way, um, you know, to pick up the, uh, the rookies from the, uh, I guess, 23 season. And there's uh and there's several collectors that uh, have been hounding me for that too because it's uh, you know part of their yearly collection um, and again an, an inexpensive uh, uh, set. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And we'll we'll follow up on that in the same vein. We'll follow up on it if there's any other details that are worth mentioning, just so that we're all on the same page. It's just since we had the list of products there, we wanted to make sure we reference them. Also, in the same vein as always, if you have any questions about any specific product. 
like we're touching on it really high level. But if you want to understand exactly what's in or how much is there or you're curious about those kind of things, I would strongly recommend reaching out to the store. We always include the contacts. I'll put the little scrolling ticker in the bottom that includes amgcollectibles.ca and the Instagram. You need a quick answer. Those are the places to go. Go directly to the source. Get the get your question asked and get your question answered. Of course, we'll take comments and things like that, but you're always a little bit delayed. You're going to get the answer basically on the next episode, and usually that's how that works. But if you need a quicker, use one of the resources. That'll be the best way to go about it. Uh, so real quick, I'll touch on a couple of comments from the last week's episode. So we'll do that just to quickly set it up. And then we'll talk about Trade Night and the Card Show. So first one here was a Maritime Card Collector who have, had asked a question previously about the show schedule. So I think that's what we brought up here. So it says, thank you, Carlos, for bringing up my comment. And that helped me help with wondering when the card show should be during the summer months. Another great pod talking about the new product and what's been coming in. Also like the new prep services and grading cards and how I wanted to grade a couple of cards for the first time this summer. So glad we were able to be of some help. Appreciate the kind words. Uh, next one, Gotham Collections. Uh, killer Clear Cuts. Great video. Very supportive. Appreciate that. I'm surprised he didn't get in a sense comment. Usually he gets in the sense comment is the one he, he throws that in there. And the last one was one that I'll touch on really briefly. Uh, Sean here says, uh, any update on the breakdown of the case of the cup that you opened? So unfortunately, that one is on the cutting room floor. Alas, lost to the sands of time. There are reasons for it. I can't outline them, but I'll just say like the dream. It was there. The dream. Alas, not the I'd say we recouped about 50%. So we'll just leave it at that and move yeah. on. Yeah. And also, also, if you've been paying attention during the episodes, we were when we were promoting the auctions, you yeah. can take a look at what they were. You can find the history. Yeah. Uh, there are reasons why I can't outline it for you in more detail. However, the, the eBay sales are transparent. They are available. And you can actually see for yourself. See what that Keith Chuck went for. Mm -hmm. See what the Cole Caulfield went for. And that'll give you a pretty good idea where things went. So that information is available to you. You're going to have to do a little digging for it. Just love to tell you more, but that's basically how we have to play this one out. But it is available and you can find it publicly. It is. The numbers are there. So thank you for the question, though. Appreciate that. Okay. So we do have a, quite a bit of uh, stuff that's going to come in the shop. So I will finish with that. But before that, we did have, as I said, trade night, the card show. So a very regular mm -hmm. tradition here. So I want... Showing of hands, whoever wants to start, trade night. Uh, anybody want to tell me anything about trade night or any memorable encounters, anything interesting they saw, whatever you want to share. Sure. Um, another typical trade night for us. It actually got off to a little bit of slow start because mm -hmm. the the weather, of course, in Nova Scotia, you know, the wait 10 minutes and it will change. Uh, so it wasn't looking good, but uh, around 6, 6.30, people started showing up and we had our usual crowd. And uh, it was actually a great buying show for the store. Uh, we bought some, you know, tough cards, uh, some rare cards, and uh, everyone had smiles on their faces again. So, um, and there was a new, the booster bundles had just come out as well for Pokemon. So we sold about 90% of uh, what we brought in. So there is still a few of those left. So I don't anticipate them lasting the rest of the week. But no, another great trade night. And uh, I wasn't allowed to go to the card show. So I will guess I'll have to defer to Blair on that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. we'll, get, we'll get to the card show here in a second. But anyone else want to add anything related to trade night, either Blair or Sherry? I was actually away. We had summer away for university oh. auditions. So uh, I'll let the voice speak on my behalf, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, no, like Steve said, um, it, it was a slow start and maybe the, the the weather forecast had something to do with that. But yeah, no, it really picked up. Same probably as the last time, maybe maybe a little later than the last one, but um, 
Yeah, and there was more, uh, I think it was more even. It seemed like uh, uh, we had our Pokemon people and then had our sports people. So, um, and just local faces. So, yeah, people opening product, which was fun. I always like to see that. People open and pay. It gives us a chance, too, to to see the product and, and enjoy with the customers when they when they pull something or, or don't pull something. But, uh, yeah, it was great. Same some new faces and and uh, some of the some of the usual characters, so it was uh, it was good. And the show, yeah, it, uh, of course the the forecast was ominous, and uh, yeah, Steve stayed home at the shop, so I went there to kind of represent. Actually, it was really to put away tables and chairs, but I <laughs> pretended I was representing Eugene. Um, no, it was good. I got to go around the show, and and um, pretty well att attendance was down from the last show, but the last show was huge. Um, few less dealers but yeah the weather was the weather forecast was supposed to be horrible so um, that probably did that but uh no i saw a lot of new faces and 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 the usual show attendees and uh people were happy i did make my way almost around the whole show and uh, got to chat with some people and uh they were really excited a, a couple of guys their first time so they were really excited and uh, um some people there with um you know, being very specific, I talked to one gentleman who's just UFC, so that was kind of neat. He was the only, the only guy there with UFC products, so uh, that was awesome. And um, yeah, and it was great breakdown. People were, I think, Steve preaching to the people to give us a hand after with the tables. Anyway, that that really helped. I want to thank everybody who who did that, even just to fold them up. And um, a lot of people did stay and and help put their tables up on the racks and stuff. So that was great. And uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was a success. Very good. Now, let me ask you then a question since you did mention one thing. You mentioned the guy that was doing the UFC. And yes. I think that's good because I think in a card show like that, it helps to have folks with a little bit of variety. So just the question that I'll ask you is this. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, the, every show's got its own flavor. There are going to be some folks that are the regulars that are setting up at all kinds of shows. Was it a bit of a mix and match? Was it hockey heavy, Pokemon heavy, UFC guy? Like, wait, from what you were seeing, were you seeing a little bit of everything or how did it skew for you? Yeah, no, I mean, we have our guy, we have, um, there's one gentleman, Winston, he does like non-sport. Um, Sam was there who does, you know, frame photos and hockey. And then um, we have one gentleman just does baseball and, and uh, basketball, actually a couple of guys that just do basketball and, and baseball heavy. Uh, Pokemon was all over the place. And um, I actually bought some packs, unopened packs of Pokemon just to have for the store. So that was neat. And then, yeah, the, the UFC, sorry, I'm so bad with names. I, I never remember, but yeah, the gentleman with the UFC. So I think there was a little bit of stuff. Then there's, you know, there was one dealer has, um, I guess, vintage memorabilia, um, everything from old export calendars to, to you know, just unique. And it kind of reminded me of our attic. But so I think, you know, there was something there for everybody. Re really, really was. Yeah. I, heavy hockey, yes, but, but mm -hmm. there was lots of everything there, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think given the size of the show that we're talking about, just simply having a UFC guy, even if you've got one or two, just having a little bit of basketball, a little bit of baseball, it means it just wasn't hockey. That that yeah. automatically spreads it out a little bit. And Pokemon is obviously extremely popular. Like if you if you if any of you guys follow Gym Rate, go take a look at Gym Rate and they've got the little slides they do as part of it. Half of the stuff that's getting graded is Pokemon. Like yeah. the, the 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 category, the category is huge. And yeah. PSA notices, and so does everybody else. They notice these things. So that plays into And that's completely fine because that that right there is a generation of collectors. 
you know, young and old that are collecting it because Pokemon, it's hard for me because I remember when Pokemon came out. And by that point, I was already in high school. Like it was already, you know, a thing by that point. But that was 1999. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, in North America, not even counting mm -hmm. the, the Japanese cars. 1999, North America, that was 25 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's been enough time. It's it's had an opportunity to, to establish itself as a category. And obviously with grading, it's become quite a big thing. And when I go to the showcase of the cards, I'm going to start off with some Pokemon spoiler. Look at that segue. Did you see what I did there? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Good stuff. So anything else we want to touch on on either the trade night or the card show before I move on to the stuff that came in the shop? Because we got a pretty good list of stuff. Speak now forever. Hold your peace. All right. Sounds good. Okay, so we'll get in here and I'll share some cards. And as we go through, if there's anything any of you want to add to it, by all means, please feel free. To, don't be shy about it. But I'll, I'll go slow on a couple of these at first because uh, it'll give us a chance. So this is what I was mentioning. And Sherry, these are the ones that we were talking about here. I'll, I'll read what's on the label just so we're all on the same page. But if there's anything, any feedback you want to add or anything, feel free. Uh, so first one was a 2021 Pokemon. And we got the Snorlax Chilling Rain Secret. So already the there's a couple side categories there. I got nothing. I know who Snorlax is. I remember the cartoon. My younger brother watched it, so I remember this much. This is, I'm good. PSA 10, so obviously a great condition card. Mm -hmm. uh, anything special that I should know about this particular card? Uh, I believe Blair actually took these ones in, if he has anything to add. But I mean, great cards. PSA 10s are always good. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Sounds good. Next one here, uh, 2021. So it looks like the same thing. So SWSH, I don't know what that is supposed to, uh, what is it? What is it abbreviated for? It's the uh, Sword and Shield series. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you for yeah. that. So this is Umbreon, uh, Evolving Skies. So this one's in a mint nine, That's but obviously given the foil, I'm not too surprised that there could possibly be a little bit of touch top uh, edges or something, but it's a cool looking card. And I, I bet in the, in the right light, that's going to shine quite a bit. So I wouldn't doubt that. Okay. Then we got 2023 Pokemon Mew English, Savina Sor, special illustration rare. Mm -hmm. Sounds extra fancy. We got when you have to fill the entire line, the whole way <laughs> to capacity. Okay. Anything about these special illustrations? Again, same vein, just so pleading ignorance here. But is there anything specific that I should know about that? No, it's kind of like you'll have um, the rares, the secret rares, and then this yeah. is kind of like a step up. So more artwork, beautiful yeah. artwork. Yeah. And that's from 151, right. right? Yes. 151, yeah. So. Gotcha. All right, so here we go. And then back here, Sword and Shield, uh, same thing. Uh, Tyranitar. Yep. That one I'm not familiar with. That one I got nothing, but Battle Styles, it says. Uh, yep. It looks like uh, he had quite the meal and decided to chill out. That's what it looks like is going on here. Steve on Sunday mornings. It's me after yeah. the scallops. After the scallops. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, we're, we're back to the scallops. So it sounds like it comes full circle, really. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> so some shiny Pokemon cards to start off with. Uh, three PSA 10s and a PSA 9. So some good stuff there. And like I said, we're all over the place on this one. So there's quite a bit uh, to cover here. So next one. Giannis onto the Kumpo. So we got the Leaf History Book. This is an autobiography kind of booklet. Uh, an interesting choice to have a booklet on it, but it does give you a chance to have a whole write-up here. And it is Leaf, so it is going to be an unlicensed product. So you can see there Yanis wearing the the single color uniform. Not exactly what you're used to seeing him, but you do get a you do get an autograph on their sticker. Uh, so mm -hmm. it is an interesting card. Anything you want to add on this one, Steve or Blair on this one? Yeah, uh, sure. We got a you know limited supply of the uh, Leaf History Book. Um, and it, it was a little pricey, but uh, one of our, our good customers uh, couldn't resist and opened them and uh, immediately sold them right back to us. So um, the one thing I do like about Leaf, they're beautiful cards. Yeah. And 
even if he lost a little bit on this product, um, he didn't get destroyed on it. Like, you know, that this, the Giannis is probably, you know, a $300 card and a couple of the other uh, pitchers featured there are also worth, you know, several hundred. So um, he, I don't know if he won, but he didn't lose, if that makes sense. Um, okay. But uh, love having him in the store. I think we've already moved two of them. Um, the Giannis is still available, which I yeah. thought that would have sold first. Gotcha. Now I can see. Now I didn't actually think about this, but I guess given the name history book, I guess it kind of makes sense. So are they all booklets? Is everything yeah. a booklet in it? Yeah, and they came in the uh, the packaging was beautiful too. It was almost like uh, you know a book in itself, and yeah. you would open the book up, and there was uh, an air, a place where you could open the card and actually display it in the binder that it came in. It was uh, it was pretty neat, but. Uh, you know, great presentation of the set. They, they definitely aren't afraid to try uh, new things. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Like, like I said, I didn't initially think about it, but then as soon as I think about it, it's like, all right, you called the history book. Oh, I see. Because I'm just looking at these images here and I, and I see nothing but booklets. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. I, I get what you're doing, Leaf. I, I see what you're saying. Look, coffee's almost kicking in. I'm getting it now. I'm getting it. All right. <laughs> so next one here, we got a triple yeah, booklet again, but this is kind of three panels and this is yeah. dressed to the nines. And this one is looking pretty good here because we got some nice patch pieces on here. Uh, so this is kind of interesting. So we're starting off with Tim Duncan, Carl Malone, uh, Charles Barkley. So on the left side, you've got that. So if you're seeing on the on the video version of it, you've got that. Now, unfortunately, this kind of falls into that unlicensed thing that we talk about. One of the consequences of it is that sometimes they can't get the right to show the player, even with the even with the single color. So on the left side, unfortunately, Duncan, Malone, and Charles Barkley are getting like a silhouette of a jersey with the number. You don't really get their picture. In the middle panel, at least you've got a couple of people with pictures on them. So you got Kevin Garnett, you got Kevin McHale, and Dirk Nowitzki. Nowitzki there is included as a jersey. The other two are actually there as players. And the last one is Chris Weber, Anthony Davis, and Dennis Rodman. So obviously we've got nine players here. I'm just curious if there was any theme. Like um, I'm not sure I can pick. I'm not sure I can specifically pick up a theme. I guess most of these guys are contemporary to each other. Kevin McHale would have been a little on the later portion of that. So. I don't know if there was any theme specifically other than your pick nine players here. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Most of them are most of them centers. Rodman, I don't think so. Uh, Chris Weber, I'm not sure. Berkeley wasn't. I'll, I'll defer to my basketball guys on this one. I'm just trying to. I, I'm trying to think of the combination here, and I'm trying to figure out if there's a rhyme or reason to it. It just feels like, uh, hey guys, we got nine patches that we can put together. This will look pretty cool. Yeah, all I agree. Nine, <laughs> nine jerseys from tall people. There you go. And I will say the standout patch here is the Carmelo one, yeah. because that's what it looks yeah. like. Old basketball there. That's a cool patch piece. I will say. So either way, it's a cool looking card and uh, you definitely are seeing that they do enjoy taking advantage of the game use memorabilia. So to their credit, Leaf at least put together an aesthetically interesting card. I would just love to know this if there was any thought of which players they ended up putting on this one. But nonetheless, some great players on this one. Uh, here we got Neymar. So for your soccer guys, we got that. Souvenir book signatures. So you got uh, six pieces here and then you got the Neymar autograph on there. So again, taking advantage of the booklet design, being able to showcase that. And here we've got the Book of Legends. Okay, so this one I was looking at before uh, we got going here. This was kind of a fun one. Uh, so we got the Book of Legends. I will refrain from comment. We have Tom Brady, uh, <laughs> Peyton Manning, Marino, Elway, Joe Montana, Jim Kelly. So uh, this theme I, I figured out. Th this one makes a little bit more sense to me. This one's a little more straightforward. Uh, we got Fran Tarkenton, Steve Young, 
Troy Aikman, Kurt Warner, Ben Roethlisberger, and my guy, my dude, Brett Favre. So we got that going on there. Uh, so obviously, you know, six, 12 uh, quarterbacks on here. Yeah. So this is a pretty good uh, grouping uh, to put together in a booklet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this one was numbered out of four or five. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, lower, lower numbered booklet. Yeah, very nice. Absolutely. I don't think so. Now, obviously, whenever it comes to one of these, you're the one you want to pay attention to. So the vintage ones are always interesting because, uh, you know, Favre has a lot of stuff out there. Marino, Elway, Montana, uh, even Jim Kelly and those guys. Any guys who were there during the when the Jersey era really kind of started or they were the tail of their career or whatever. But Fran Tarkington's on here as well. So that's kind yeah. of a that's kind of a nice piece. So having a game use piece from Tarkington is a little bit tougher comparatively to some of these other guys who there should be a little bit more availability. But a cool combination, and at least the theme the theme is very clear on this one. You got you got lots of quarterbacks on this one. Yeah. Now, completely different direction. Allen and Ginter Triceratops. Uh, Genuine fossil. Any, anything you guys want to add on this one? Yeah, this one, uh, this is one of the reasons I, I'm a fan of the Allen and Ginter, because you just never know what's going to be inside a pack. Uh, a good customer who comes in once a week and uh, – just buys a box of something. Uh, this was probably a year and a half or so ago. Yeah, he did buy, yeah, he did buy this card, mm-hmm. and he was he was so happy. And I mean, it's quite valuable. He received several offers on it, and at the end of the day, he just decided, no, this is too cool, cool to let go. And I believe Friday, he brought it into the store, and he just decided, you know, he wanted to get it slabbed to preserve it. So. Um, it was nice seeing that card again. And yeah, cool. again, I remember when he pulled it, uh, you know, 18 months or so ago. Um, definitely a unique item that came out of Allen and Ginter. I think it was out of eight, maybe five, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely opening up uh, pack expectancy baseball cards. And and there's a Triceratops fossil. So it was, <laughs> uh, it was quite neat. <laughs> Very good. So we're definitely, like I said, we're definitely getting our variety here. When once I saw all the images for this week, I thought, I thought, folks, uh, you might, I figured you'd appreciate the combination. Of, we we have it all over the place. We've had football, we've had some soccer, we've had some basketball, and we started off with some Pokemon. And then towards the tail end here, we're going to do a little bit of mix and match. So we'll include a little baseball here in a moment. So I'm going to get to that here in the next couple. Uh, but let's do a little couple of hockey ones here. So 2008 SP Authentic Drew Doughty, uh, Future Watch autograph. You know, you guys know if you you know Future Watch, that's what it is. But we got Drew Doughty here in the PSA ten. Good start. It's surprisingly a tough ten too. I believe there's around fifty tens, so that's a that's a small population uh, report for you know for that card. Nice, very good. Next one here is four different cards here. We got John Carlson. We got Nicholas Backstrom. Two Nicholas Backstroms and a Mike Green. So, so this was a trade night pickup. And I wasn't overly involved in the hobby then. I took a couple of years off, so they're kind of unfamiliar to me. And uh, they're actually all one of ones. So someone came in with these at trade night, and uh, he, he was just a Washington Capitals uh, fan. So he ended up having these four one of one cards, and I, I just couldn't let them go. Anytime you, you see a one of one, uh, you have to grab it. And I think three of them have sold already. Um, and this guy also had an unbelievable Ovechkin collection, which uh, I didn't want to press him too much on it. Uh, hopefully he will reach back out to me and we can 
have further discussions on it. Uh, and he, he bought the Ovechkins, not because he was an Ovechkin fan. He was just a Washington Capitals fan. And he collected at the right time early in Ovechkin's career. So he had a plethora, is that the word? Um, <laughs> plethora, sure. Ovechkin, big word for uh, Tuesday morning. But uh, it was an impressive Ovechkin collection. So hopefully we'll have uh, further conversations on the rest of his collection. My, my old history major side and uh, all the essays that I had to write once upon a time, we're very proud of you, Steve. This is the, this this is a big this is a big one here. I, I appreciate the plethora of it. Look, that woke me up a little bit. Boy, it helped me more than the coffee. Uh, I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it, but here, here it happened. So actually I'm, actually, I'm actually kind of curious. I'm actually kind of curious myself because I, I remember the series, so I wanted to make sure I had it in front of me. So this is 2013-2014. So 2013-2014 Panini Prism, right. so three of the designs there. I don't remember that that if it's a one of one, that is interesting because I'd be curious a little more of the background. Because I remember they've got the prisms finite. There's right. a finite one of one, but the finites usually look a little different than that. I don't, so, dis, I don't, I think it's possible, but I don't remember those ones. And again, I didn't know much about them other than there are one of ones. And originally mm -hmm. I thought they were the finites. Okay. Five minutes after I listed them, I received a call from Virginia and, uh, a guy informed me, and I can't remember exactly. It was it had something to do with was there epacs around back then? It was something like it was a almost like a redemption, uh, oh, okay, something out of the product. So he he corrected me because he said he actually had the Backstrom finite already, and mm -hmm. then he said, "Are they kind of a bluish color?" And I'm like, "Yes," and he kind of steered me into what they were. So okay. um, they were some sort of redemption, but yes, they were all. You know, one of ones uh, stamped on the back. So maybe black box, maybe something like that, because there was because the uh, Panini did some stuff like okay, so that's good to know because because as soon as I look at it, you said one of one. I actually thought it was silver, so my apologies, my my bad. I, I was just looking at them on the surface and it looked like the silver one, but yeah, if that's the case, then maybe black box. So that either way, that's kind of cool. That's a little bit more of a obscure one, so that's kind of neat. But good to know. Uh, so that is mm -hmm. an interesting one, and I do, I did, I did like little run there that Panini had with the prisms. I thought it was cool. It's probably good, though, that it only lasted a little while. It didn't give us enough time to sour on Panini like a lot of other products. Maybe, maybe the fact it was a short run and had some quality products in it maybe helps out. It gives us fonder memories of it so that we can just look back on it for, for the time they had. Now, speaking of, uh, so I said two years, and it might have actually been three because this was 13-14. This one's 2011-12, so this one's an interesting one. And I think this is uh, Brad Marchand, correct? Yes. Yes. So, so anything, I know twenty Marshawn. Yeah, very nice. Now I'm. Uh, I honestly don't didn't remember this one. I remember 2011 12 titanium. I remember the product vaguely. Uh, this is ten of ten, which is pretty cool. You got uh, two patch pieces and the autograph on it. I don't remember what insert this was, and I I'm I'm kind of curious why they just went with the jersey instead of uh, putting some kind of a picture on it. But I have to go and see if I can figure out which uh, insert this one was. Do you by any chance know which insert this one was? No, it slips my mind uh, at the moment, but anything Marshawn sells in the store here in Nova Scotia, so I knew it would be mine. <laughs> there you go. All right, fair enough. So, yeah, so I'll grant you, I, I know the product, but I don't remember that insert, but it's cool looking. You got two patches on it. Uh, now, one thing, in the spirit of full transparency, something you got to be aware of is, unfortunately, because of patch pieces, you got to pay attention to the edges of them. So that's just a tip for folks in general. Anytime you have a memorabilia one, it can create little creases around the where the patches are. That's unfortunately very common. It's just the nature of the way they built these cards, but it's just something to bear in mind as a collector. 
you know, you get blinded by, oh my God, patches and all that stuff. But it's like, yeah, just pay attention to it too. It is, you still care about the condition. That's part of it as well. But either way, a very cool card and 10 of 10. So that's pretty good from a good era there for, with Panini. So here we got a little Crosby. So we got Cup Foundations. I don't remember the specific year of the cup this one is, uh, but I do love Cup Foundations. You got four jersey pieces, number 15, and you got the on-card auto there in a nice little spot there in the center. So design-wise, it's a beautiful card. And I believe this is from the same era. I also purchased uh, from the same guy as the Prism cards. He seemed to be heavy collecting in you know the 11 through 13 years. Yeah. So, so I think that I believe that's 11 or 12. It didn't look like the early years, which is when I collected that stuff. Yeah. Sounds about right. Now, this one stands out, of course. We got a nice. one of one, Nicholas Baxter, ultimate. So this is not the cup. This is ultimate signature logos, but we got ourselves a little shield piece here. So we got our autograph. We got a shield piece, one of one, of course. Uh, pretty solid. So another Nicholas Backstrom there. Quite the little mini collection, Steve. Yeah, this guy was heavy on, heavy on Washington oh. Capitol. So I can see that. All right. So I wanted to cover a couple of heavy hitters there, and we've got a couple of other interesting ones here that go a little bit of the gamut. So as I said, you're going to get a little taste, and we've got a couple of baseball cards coming up. So I want to get through a couple here. So this one is from the more recent Upper Deck Ice. we got Jack Hughes here, the Sub-Zero, uh, and a PSA 10. Cool-looking card, numbered to 999. Very mm -hmm. nice. Heroes and Prospects. So folks who remember that one. Heroes yeah. and Prospects, we got a Patrice Bergeron. Uh, these were actually, if you enjoyed them this one's basically the heroes and prospects but specifically you're looking at providence bruins so this is a you know kind of an ahl more mm -hmm. just before i won't say minor league but it is you know professional but not the nhl uh but these are where some of these guys are younger and some professional players who just are staying in the game but these were a good opportunity back in the day to get some nice autographs from some players uh that are a lot less expensive and I think the Crosby was also in this as well uh, with yes. him in his uh, Quebec Major Junior team, as memory serves me. Yeah, this card was involved in the uh, Scallop transaction. Scallop transaction. So the uh, purchasers Ooh. out to sea right now harvesting uh, my part of the deal. Oh, very good. Very good. So this kind of plays into what I was talking about as well. So here it is. Again, yeah. same set. But now here is the Ovechkin and the Crosby. But if you take a look, you got Ovechkin in the Russian jersey and you got Crosby for the, uh, I think it's the Ocean. Ocean. Yeah. 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 So you've got that going for Quebec Major Junior. Uh, so it, it's one of those things where a lot of folks aren't into necessarily the pre NHL thing, but it was a way to get into Sidney Crosby cards, uh, basically the pre rookie, so to speak. But if you're, if you're a super fan, this is definitely part of the checklist for both these guys. And uh, I think both in PSA 10s on this one. So. Very nice and they're, they're inexpensive too. I think they're, you know, they go up and down a little bit, but they're usually less than a hundred dollars. So to get a, a 10 Crosby or, or Ovechkin, you know, from, from 2004 for less than a hundred bucks, mm -hmm. definitely add it to your collection. And they, and they did do the autograph versions of these as well too. I collected, I wish I had to collect, I had a couple of those, but uh, I kind of stared at that's when I got back into collecting. And um, but I was collecting the heroes part of that set. They did the heroes and prospects. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but they're neat. Yeah. And I would say uh, back in the day, I don't I don't know what the current prices are, but back in the day, uh, the Ovechkin in particular was a very accessible way to get that Ovechkin auto. 
if you wanted to get an Ovechkin auto that was reasonably priced at the time because it was the Russian jersey and not him as a capital, uh, it, it actually suppressed the price for a long time, made it a little bit more available. So if you were able to get your hands on it, it was an opportunity, if you wish, if you wanted to get yourself an Ovechkin auto that way. Next up here, we got UD Canvas Connor McDavid. I want to say so that's since 2015. So I think this is the rookie year. Uh, yeah, it's the Young Guns uh, Canvas. I think rookie year Canvas. Yep. And that was another uh, trade night deal. We actually had a Beckett 9.5 Tom Brady um, that we just picked up. I think we featured it on the last podcast. Um, someone was able to uh, trade this card along with cash for the Brady. Um, so. You know, the McDavid will be easier to sell in this area. So the uh, the deal made sense. And again, uh, made another collector uh, happy. Nice. Very good. So we're going to go through the last couple of ones. We'll go through them pretty quickly because we want to get uh, these guys up and running to get the shop going here. So we'll make sure we finish off. But I would recommend if you want to check out, it is pretty extensive, the stuff that came in the shop this time around. If you want to check out the images, I can tell you what they are. But if you want to check out the images, check out the YouTube version. That way you can uh, see it properly, and it's it's glorious. We go through it. So here's a basketball card. We got Shea Gildas Gildas Alexander in a PSA 10 from Obsidian. So we've got that going on. I don't know what his rookie year is, but it's got the rookie logo on it. So I assume this is the rookie year for him. And I think Obsidian is a nice looking set. It's uh, it's pretty sharp, I would say. Yeah, and of course he's Canadian, so a great card for the uh, Canadian basketball fan. Every time I see his name. Player. <laughs> yes. Every time I see his name and I'm flipping through it, I'm like, oh, there's my name. So close. <laughs> so close. Basically the same. That's right. Yeah. So 2018 Tops Heritage Shohei Otani, 69 Decalage. So uh, 2018 is the rookie year uh, for Otani. And then the Decalage is a playoff, the original. That's why it says 69 Decalage, because in 1969, mm -hmm. Tops had the Decalage design. And then they borrowed it. Uh, they They are inspired by their own past quite a bit. So they did borrow an old design here. But, uh, you know, Otani obviously has taken off, winning two MVPs and everything. So anything rookie year Otani is very strong uh, at this point. I like that card. Mm -hmm. uh, the deck ledge, the 69? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So 2021 mosaic here, uh, Shohei Otani. This is a blue fluorescent. So I, I'm I'm thankful that they put the they put the subheadings to say what it is. There, there's a lot of parallels in mosaic, so I won't even pretend to know what they are. But this one's a blue fluorescent in a PSA 10. And that one's numbered out of 15, so a, a low pop. Nice, nice. One other thing as well, uh, because uh, obviously Panini in baseball is, I won't say completely unlicensed, because they do have the Players Association, so they do have the right to that, but they don't have the right to team logos and team nicknames. So it's kind of a you know in the middle of the road in terms of that. Uh, but you still are, do get some really nice cards out of it. So if you do like a lot of the Panini designs, you're getting them as part of the as part of this. So very nice looking cards. Here we got a trio of Otani's. So you got a nice, pretty, pretty nice stack of them. 2018 Tops Heritage in a PSA 10. So that's your rookie Otani from Heritage, which is a classic design. So again, 1969. 1969 design with the Heritage in this particular year. Then you got 2018 Tops Chrome uh, Otani, 83 Tops. So again, we go to a Heritage design. And then the 2018 Tops Chrome, this is the pitching variation. So all of these in PSA 10s, all three. We got two more to finish up. We're going to do one football card here. 2018 Panini Select, Josh Allen, Silver Prism. That's a nice looking card. Yeah, it is. Yep. And to finish off, UFC card. We got we got the whole gamut. We covered from one end, oh. from Pokemon all the way to UFC is what we're going to finish up with. So this is from one of the recent Leafs. This is the Art of Sport that we talked a little bit about. 
It's Conor McGregor. Number to 35. I think this is like the bronze spectrum or whatever they call it, but it is it's one of the numbered ones. There's there's a lot of parallels to this one. Desirable card. Conor McGregor there, and uh, they've got a good image of him draped in the Irish flag to go along with it. So that's pretty, pretty solid. So there it is. We got good what came in the shop. Great stuff. So any last thoughts then? I'll make sure we'll do a little sign-off. But any last thoughts then on any of the pieces that we talked about before we uh, call this one an episode? Uh, No, just a really good week of pickups. So uh, keep bringing the stuff in, and hopefully we can work something out. Excellent. Perfect. So, like I said, a really good uh, week of stuff. Uh, Hopefully folks enjoyed the trade night and the card show. Again, they'll be back next month end of the month, last Friday and Saturday. So you can check out those ones. And then April will be the slightly different schedule. But again, we'll give you reminders of all of these things as we get closer to it. So you'll be able to keep track of that and into the summer and all and going forward. Otherwise, scrolling ticker at the bottom gives you the information to go to the store if you want to contact anybody to ask about any of the products or anything. Next week, we'll talk a little bit about Opeachy Platinum because I know that's a really popular product and we want to give it some proper depth. But already we were we were running a pretty much our show length to, to cover just the stuff that came in the store this time around. So I'll sign off here. So for Sherry on location, Blair mm-hmm. back in the office, we'll, we'll, we might just have to lock him there just so he stays <laughs> so that he doesn't run away by next episode. And Steve, collectors like of the people and collectors of the scallop again. So again. that extends and continues going forward. So that has returned. So we want to thank you for checking this one out again in the same vein. If you've got any comments or questions, feel free to throw them in the comments section. If you need it more expediently, use the contacts. But if it's something that you just want to wait until next week where we address it, then Feel free to put it in the comments section. We appreciate the engagement. Like if you like the video, subscribe to the channel. I want to get that bumped up. We thank you very much, and we will catch you in the next one.